Hi, I'm Rachel. Hi, I'm Joseph, and welcome to the Porn Spirit Podcast. We're glad you're listening. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> How's it going? Um, it's so- going great over here. We are yeah. meeting on Zoom again because yeah. Christmas time is here. Yeah. And we're not together and we want to be safe. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird that I can, I know that we record in person all the time, but staring at you on a screen feels weirder. Yes. Because it's just us two. Because last week was like everyone, so it wasn't that weird, but mm-hmm. now I'm just staring right at you while you talk. <laughs> I know. I'm glad they can't see us still. Yeah. They we as in all in, of you listeners. We could do video episodes. Maybe. We could, but that would require me to look nice. You look fine. Thank you. You look fine, everyone. Thank you. I'm wearing a Christmas sweater. I'm wearing Christmas earrings. You can't really see. <gasps> I can't even see. But they are little Christmas trees. I'll show you later. Yes. When we're done recording. Yes. Um, we apologize for any um, sound issues because Zoom and there's wind advisory <laughs> in both of our states yeah, and my neighbors started so mowing their lawn in December. But That's fine. Well, it's like it's fine. 60 degrees here right now. Is it super warm in there? No, it's cold. Like a cold front is coming in. Yeah, okay. it's like 40 the degrees. It's definitely dropping right now, but it was like when I woke up this morning and I let the dog out, it was like 60 degrees. And I was like, hello? This is unacceptable. It's not Christmas. Weird. Weird. Whatever. Mm. It's fine. At any rate, we just. At any rate, to do welcome little... to our Christmas episode. Yeah. We just wanted to do a little uh, holiday send off for everyone. Uh, I don't know. We're going to take a little break into January, um, TBD on when we will be back, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. Great. Need a little break. Yeah. I'm at home until who knows when. I don't have to go back to school until the 25th, so just vibing. It's real nice. Straight vibing. I have like a stack of books. That yeah. I will finally be able to finish. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. And I like asked for books for Christmas. So I'll be getting a new stack of books. I love that. I realized great. that I had never canceled my uh, Christian audio free trial. So I had like literally 18 credits. And so I got a bunch of books. Wow. So I, I have a bunch of audiobooks that I can listen to over the break. Amazing. Yeah. I wish I was into audiobooks. Are you not? No. Mm-hmm. I can do podcasts. I love podcasts, but I can't yeah. do audiobooks. I, I would hope listen- that I liked podcasts. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I think that, that would be kind of important. Um, but you know, no, I love audiobooks because I can like do other things while I'm reading. Yeah. Like, I love to go on, like, hikes and listen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I listen to podcasts while I do things like that. Yeah. I listened to, on on my Sabbaths, I try to listen to, um, 
the ruthless elimination of hurry on audiobook because it's only like six hours long and so if I'm just, good like, hiking around and like doing whatever Ugh. on my sabbath yeah then i'll just listen to that whole book over and Amazing. over again because it's such a good book so good so good so good at any rate we're gonna at keep any it rate. short and sweet yeah maybe. <laughs> we literally always say that and then our episodes are like an hour and 10 minutes long but it's fine yikes it is what it is it's what it is yep um so yeah we have a few things that we wanted to cover today um i was just telling rachel that this i have never really um gone to a church that participated in advent Mm -hmm. um me too we did not do that growing up yeah our church there was just like started doing advent like like my home church just started doing advent like four years ago and i haven't lived here yeah done it so yeah um but i am now part of a church that does Mm -hmm. and also um follow so many people um like on Twitter yeah. <laughs> is where I feel like I get a lot of um, information and good theology, even though mm-hmm. Twitter can be also a barren wasteland um, <laughs> of is, bad things. Yes. <laughs> um, but That's I do appreciate terrible. a lot of the good things. Um, yeah. And so I have really um, tried to focus on like the entire month of December as being mm-hmm. a... Um, preparation of a savior um and so i was telling rachel that this year i have focused on hopelessness as the theme of kind of my advent journey this year which might sound weird um but i we see hopelessness in the world as they await the birth of Jesus because where there is sin, um, there's no hope. Yeah. And so, um, I think that with the fact that 2020 has, um, crushed a lot of people's hope. (laughs) My dog just shook his collar. (laughs) He is laying on the bed beside me. Uh, and he is restless he has actual dog anxiety so um use the time my gosh anyway um but yeah hopelessness um because a lot of people have been put in hopeless situations this year Mm -hmm. whether it's because of covid and the death of um a loved one or the death of a dream maybe Mm -hmm. that they had, um, racial tension, politics, like, yeah, it was just a heavy, heavy, heavy year. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I wanted to honor that and, um, honor that in that state, we are still, awaiting um a savior that will wipe every tear (laughs) Mm -hmm. and make 
all things new. Um, just as we're awaiting the second coming. <laughs> um, when people were waiting for Jesus, um, they were in a similar boat. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what I focused on this year. I don't know if you have anything to add. Yeah, I don't. I think this Advent was different. Like last year's Advent, I was like all in it and like trying to participate to the fullest. And this year I definitely haven't uh, done that. I don't think that I've done a very good job of Advent um, this year just because of all the things you just talked about. And yeah, um, and I had to like, my roommate had COVID in there and I had to like quarantine a bunch. Um, and I was just kind of sad this whole Advent season, but um, yeah, I would like to say that I have not focused on hopelessness, that I have focused on hopefulness, um, yeah. but that's not the case. So <laughs> I, yeah, I'll just be honest, I haven't done a super good job, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's been a weird year. Um, yeah. So. I think, yeah, I mean, I think that's just like a testament of how hard this year has been. Yes. Like it's not so hard I love Advent like I yeah truly do it yeah Advent is one of my it's I mean it's my favorite time of the year but this year I just haven't felt that really well even like our household I there's a book by Paul David Tripp I think is his name Mm -hmm. um and he wrote an Advent book where you just like read one thing a day and Mm -hmm. so I um, I really wanted to do that as a household where we would do that every night. And we did it for 10 days, the first 10 days of December. And yeah. then just we went. didn't yeah. because things went crazy. Yeah. And so, I mean, they're always going to be crazy, but, but that, I mean, that's just like, I, I know I have to give myself grace in that. And so, yeah, no, I encourage I... you in that as well. I'm not, uh, I'm sort of mad at myself that I haven't been as intentional as I would like to be. Um, but there's grace for me. There's grace for us all. So, yeah. yeah. And that's but, just like one part also of like, that's just one part of like many facets of you. And so, yeah, no, I know. I would like to have enjoyed it more than I did this year. That's fair. Yeah. Next year. Next year. Next year. Um, And also, like, we still have a few days. (laughs) It's true. As well. So since I've been home, um, I've been able to sort of, like, refocus um, and realign myself with, um, I don't even know. I think I've just been able to like take a breath and like finals are over. I passed all my classes. Um, and yeah, I've just been able to sort of like, be like, okay, like 
we can actually focus on what is happening. Like, I don't know. It's been a sort of like many times, many, many advent in the past three or four days. So it's been really good. Yeah. I don't know, but I feel I'm sad that I have not participated in the way that I had intended to and would have liked to for the past month. So that that is okay. Tomorrow's Christmas Eve and you'll be hearing this on Christmas Eve, but tomorrow for me is Christmas Eve and that is like when I really can, you know, just get rid of all of the distractions and just focus in. So it'll be good. Yeah. Um, so next we wanted to read some scripture. Um, my um, discipleship group went through Micah a few months ago mm-hmm. and it had a prophecy that I hadn't maybe paid attention to yeah. um, or noticed before. And so I wanted to read it. Um because I, I just remember when I did read it, it was, mm-hmm. I mean, of course, like 2020 has been something else. And as I read it, I just cried yeah. um, because it was this reminder of hope and something to press forward to. Mm-hmm. So um, this is in Micah 5.2. So it says, but you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, are only a small village among all the people of Judah. Yet a ruler of Israel, whose origins are in the distant past, will come from you on my behalf. The people of Israel will be abandoned to their enemies until the woman in labor gives birth. Then at last his fellow countrymen will return from exile to their land, and he will stand to lead his flock with the Lord's strength, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. Then his people will live there undisturbed, for he will be highly honored around the world and he will be the source of peace. I love that. So I love the, I think I especially like the, he will be a source of the source of peace Yeah. as well. Um, because mm-hmm. that's what I need and what we all need. So that's what the world needs right now. Yeah. A break from the madness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Um, and next, I, I feel like it's just been like pressed on my heart that I need to honor um, those who are hurting this yeah. Christmas, um, this entire holiday season, mm-hmm. and um, just the ways that people have lost family, friends, like I said, dreams, and, um, for those where Christmas isn't, um, isn't a joy to full time, yeah. Yeah, and, like, people who have, um, like, tensions in their family, um, or, um, those who are working and praying and hoping that family members come to know Jesus, or, um, yeah, whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. So I just want to 
yeah, like I said, honor those people um, because yeah. it's really hard when that's the case. And I feel like I've lived in some of that before. So I wanted to read a little bit of Every Moment Holy, which is an awesome book filled with different liturgies for different occasions. Um, it's like really random and really beautiful. Like some of the liturgies are um, a liturgy for laundering or um, for a sick day or the changing of diapers. Just like really cool. Every moment. Yeah, exactly. Sure. And so there's one that is um, called a liturgy for those who weep without knowing why that I just felt was good for right now. Um, and again, like the sorrow and lament of like waiting for Jesus to yeah. come in our broken world. So mm -hmm. I'll read a little bit of this. There is so much lost in this world, O Lord, so much that aches and groans and shivers for want of redemption, so much that seems dislocated, upended, desecrated, unhinged, even in our own hearts. Even in our own hearts, we bear the mark of all that is broken. What is best in this world has been bashed and battered and trodden down. What was meant to be the substance has become the brittle shell, haunted by the ghosts of a glory so long crumbled that only its rubble is remembered now. Is it any wonder why we should weep sometimes without knowing why? It might be anything. And then again, it might be everything. Um, and then there's a lot in the middle, um, but I'll read the, the ending as well. Then let our tears anoint these broken things and let our grief be as their consecration, a preparation for the promised redemption, our sorrow sealing them for that day when you will take the ache of all creation and turn it inside out like the shedding of an old gardener's glove. O oh Lord, if it please you, when your children weep and don't know why, yet use our tears to baptize what you love. Amen. Mm. So it's really pretty to me. Um, yeah. And like, yeah. So mm. with, with that, um, I like also, Fleming Rutledge is one of my favorite preachers. She's amazing. She's like, mm -hmm nearly 80 I think and like still preaching and it's mm -hmm. just like yes. bomb anyways <laughs> she has this amazing two-part series on advent and she talks through like mm -hmm. all of the traditional hymns of mm. the season and like so many of them are sad <laughs> and like powerful yeah. and a lot of them are in minor keys and mm -hmm. um, at the same time, like by the end of the song, a lot of it is just talking about the power and the redemption and the strength and the hope yeah. of Jesus. Um, mm -hmm. So it's been cool listening to those songs in a different light this year for me. Yeah. Um, we can, um, we can link her. Yeah series on that yeah i feel like that would be really good for everyone to hear if you also like christmas music there's an amazing um new album by this guy named tommy prophet 
and he Mm -hmm. is a um, film and TV music producer. And so he has these like epic arrangements of Christmas songs with a bunch of um, like Christian artists and they are Mm -hmm. amazing. Like, oh my gosh. Rachel, you okay. need to listen to them. I'm going to listen. I have Like, to. blast it in your car. Like, okay. one of those situations. They're, like, seriously just, like, Perfect. huge epic songs, but they're so good. Oh, I love that. Okay. I will listen. So we'll link that, too. <laughs> I will listen and probably cry. Yeah. Ah, oh, love it. Love it. Well, do we have anything else that we wanted to chat about? Good I don't news. think so. Yeah, we just want to... Yeah. Um, Rachel's going to read... Um, Matthew and the story of the Matthew of, account of the birth of Jesus. Yeah, and so um, and that'll be it. That'll be it. Yeah. yeah. So I'd say, like, for me, I'm um, like when I'm reading the accounts, the birth accounts this mm-hmm. year. Um, I'm like trying to put myself in the place of um, Mary and Joseph and like how ostracized Mary would have been Mm -hmm. um, and how Joseph like rightfully could have stoned Mary um, because he believed she slept with another man. Um, And just like, trying to think of how I would have treated them if I was in that time period. And I know that it would have been poor. Yeah. Um, and so thinking about that and then thinking about like how I am treating the ostracized and the oppressed this year mm. um, is really important to me. So mm. that's been cool as I've read the birth accounts. So Mm-hmm. If that strikes a chord with anybody else, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's important to, I, I, I think we can easily remove ourselves from the birth account and from that time period. Um, and we can get all on our high horse and be like, ah, like, well, I would have, you know, given her room or whatever, like X, Y, and Z, um, but I think you're right. I think we it's like we would definitely would have treated them poorly. So, yeah, hmm, that's good. It's yeah. a good place to put ourselves as we as we read this. And so. this, I like this tweet too um, <laughs> by Rondell um, Trevino, who is the founder of the uh, Immigration Coalition. Okay, he's amazing. Um, and his tweet says. To be clear, Christmas is about a Middle Eastern brown-skinned baby named Jesus, who Mm -hmm. shortly after being miraculously born was a migrant child fleeing persecution with Mary and Joseph. This migrant child would one day die on a cross and resurrect from the dead for his people. Mm. I'm like, cool. He's correct. (laughs) Yeah. 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 All right. Well, Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's read it. Um, Everyone, we're not going to say anything after the end of this reading. We're just going to 
uh, let you sit on it and just let you marinate in what you've heard and ponder uh, what the Lord is telling you through this story. So I hope everyone has a very Merry Christmas, a very Happy New Year. Yeah. Um, we'll be out of 2020. It'll be great. Um, but yeah, I hope that in the next few days we can all um, just remind ourselves that the Lord came for us and died for us and that he loves us so much. And that is, yeah, I mean, that's all I got. That's all I have. Yeah. And like, this Advent like season of like awaiting and yeah. longing and lamenting turns into joyous celebration on Christmas Day. Yeah, and so like everything changes. Yeah. Um. So that's it. Trying to lead with like a joyful heart the next mm-hmm. few days as well. Yeah. All right. All well. Right. Alrighty. I am reading the Matthew account. Um, in the ESV version of the Bible, starting in verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from his sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus.